welcome to the Rooflines podcast, produced by Virginia Realtors, where we serve up real talk about real estate in Virginia. On each episode, we break down trends in the housing market and help you make sense of what's going on in Virginia's real estate industry and what's on the horizon. Baby boomers. This generation has been shaping the social and economic fabric of the U.S. for decades. On today's podcast, we take a deeper dive into the impact baby boomers have had on the economy and housing market and where they're headed as many enter their retirement years. Hello and welcome to Rooflines. I'm Ryan Price, Chief Economist with Virginia Realtors. I'm joined today by our research associate, Dominique, to discuss today's topic. How are you doing, Dominique? I'm doing pretty good, Ryan. How about you? I'm doing great and ready to jump into today's topic. Should we get started? Let's do it. So today we're talking about a group of people who watched the first man land on the moon and went crazy over a mop-top British rock band, better known as the Beatles. Now, Dominique, who do you think this group might be? Mm, My guess would be baby boomers. That's right. Baby boomers or boomers were born between 1946 and 1964 and represented one of the biggest surges in U.S. births with 76 million babies estimated to be born uh, during this time frame. Baby boomers grew up in a time of economic expansion after World War II, often called the golden age of capitalism. That resulted in high productivity growth, low interest rates, and the Great Society programs enacted by President Johnson. What were some of the Great Society programs, Dominique? Well, the Great Society programs were federal programs used to fight against poverty, aid in education, and create training programs for skilled laborers. One of these programs, Medicare, is still being used today, with roughly 65.1 million people currently enrolled for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. So what are some of the other uh, effects of this great economic expansion that took place? Well, following the war years, the median income levels began to rise. So in 1960, the median income for a family was $5,600, but by 1970, it reached $9,870. High inflation rates in the early 1970s would raise the average wage from 6% a year to 9% by 1980, according to Pew Research. So how did the rise in income levels and also inflation affect the housing market during this time? Well, as inflation increased, so did the price of homes. In 1960, the price of a home was $11,900, and by 1980, that price had jumped to $64,600. And with the rise in inflation and housing prices, interest rates were pretty high at this time as well. Is that right, Dominique? Very high, Ryan. After several battles with inflation in the early 70s, mortgage rates began to climb again. To combat inflation, the Fed began hiking rates, which increased the cost of borrowing across the economy. Mortgage rates climbed to almost 19% by 1981. Sounds eerily similar to what's happening over the past few years for us, but double digits. I mean, that's unbelievable. I couldn't imagine wanting to buy a home with rates like that. Uh, I mean, I have to agree with you there, but baby boomers somehow made it work. Uh, So by the time that they were 30, 51% already owned a home. And one of the ways in which they did this was through something called creative financing, better known today as assumable mortgages and temporary buy-downs. 
Yeah, both of those methods have really come up again um, out there in the ether in today's market, you know, as a way to cut down costs for many first time homebuyers specifically, though. I should mention that assumable mortgages are pretty rare nowadays, but buy down programs are certainly out there. You know what they say, everything old becomes new again, Ryan. Now that we've talked about uh, what baby boomers experienced in their early years of home buying, let's jump to the present. Many baby boomers have already retired or are approaching retirement age. Yes, they are. And we are seeing those numbers climb steadily. According to Pew Research, in the third quarter of 2020, 28.6 million boomers retired, 3.2 million more than 2019 at 25.4 million. Why did so many boomers retire around then? Well, most of it was due to reaching retirement age or wanting to do other things. But 25% said they retired due to COVID-related factors, according to a report by the Federal Reserve. I know that current younger generations are concerned that they will not have enough money for retirement and will have to work past the age of 65. What position do boomers find themselves in financially uh, when we look at other generations like the millennials or the Gen Xers, for example? They are definitely in a better position. Uh, boomers have an average median net worth between 200,000 and 250,000, according to the Federal Reserve, the highest across all generations. They also possess half of the wealth in the U.S. at 140 trillion, with 78.3 trillion in total assets for the New York Times. 140 trillion. Wow, that's a lot of wealth. How are they able to generate so much? Well, there are a few things to point to for that. Boomers were able to buy their homes early, with 45% buying their first home between 25 and 34, which allowed them to build up some equity. They have also have had pension plans after decades of working, and they collect Social Security. So it seems that time is one of the biggest reasons that boomers have been able to position themselves um, better financially. That's pretty accurate, Ryan. And over that time, boomers have become the largest share of homeowners with 32.1 million owning their homes in 2022. So since we're on the topic of homes, let's talk about the housing patterns that we're seeing among baby boomers. You know, I've seen a lot of articles out there talking about how boomers are staying in their homes longer instead of selling. You know, any, uh, any thoughts on why that might be happening? We are seeing that trend a lot more. Freddie Mac did a survey and found that adults 55 years and over, 66% wanted to age in place or stay in their home as long as possible. Boomers are living longer, and with smart home technology and the wealth they built up, many can afford to stay in their homes as they get older. And how does aging in place affect the current market? And it doesn't really help with inventory that's already tidy. And with sellers holding on to their 3% interest rates coupled with more boomers aging in place, the number of listings coming on the market may continue to remain low. But there are boomers who are still buying and selling homes, correct? Correct. The National Association of Realtors released their Home Buyers and Sellers Generational Trends Report and found that baby boomers made up 39% of buyers last year, toppling millennials who have held that spot since 2014. They were also the largest home seller generation, going from 42% in 2022 to 52% in 2023. Sounds like the boomers are shaking up the market. Why have the roles suddenly reversed between boomers and millennials? Millennials are saddled with student loans and have less money saved to buy a home or make a down payment. 
They've also been priced out of the market due to higher mortgage rates and home prices. While on the other hand, boomers have had years to build up equity in their home. So when it came time for them to buy, the majority used the proceeds from the sale of their home to put down payments of 20% or higher down. So what was the typical type of home purchased by boomers? The majority of boomers typically bought previously owned detached single family homes that were 1,800 square feet with three bedrooms and two baths. They also bought homes that were the furthest away from where they lived previously, with younger boomers, aged 58 to 67 years old, moving 90 miles away, and older boomers, 68 to 76 years old, moving 60 miles away. I remember from one of our previous podcasts on Gen Z, we talked about how sustainability and technology were key factors that impacted their home buying decisions. Do baby boomers take those factors into account as well when they're buying their home? They may not weigh those factors as heavily as Gen Z do, but they do value it. The National Association of Realtors found that heating and cooling costs, along with windows, doors, sliding insulations, were the most important environmentally friendly features to boomers. They are also the fastest adapters to smart home technology, with 66% saying they use smart home devices daily in a poll conducted by One Poll for Google. And very similar to Gen Z, younger boomers reported buying new homes primarily so they could customize and design it to their liking. Well, it's nice to see that there are some similarities between the older and younger generations. What other trends are we seeing among the boomer buyers? Well, with a lot of them aging in place, many boomers are looking to remodel their homes. The National Association of Home Builders reported that 70% of 55 to 64-year-olds and 75% of people over 65 have requested aging in place projects. What are the features that are most requested by these age groups? Well, 93% reported grab bars were the most requested project, followed by curbless showers and higher toilets. Final question as we close out uh, this discussion, how can agents help baby boomers as they continue to move through the housing market? I would say not to underestimate their use of smart technology and social media. The majority of baby boomers are using the internet to find their home and using walkthrough videos to view those homes. And that's where we'll end today's discussion, but be sure to stay tuned. I'm gonna try to stump Dominique with a quiz. A lot of data in today's podcast came from the NAR Home Buyers and Sellers Generational Trends Report that came out this year. So today I'm going to test Dominique's knowledge of the report. Do you accept this challenge, Dominique? I do accept it, Ryan, but 137 pages, that's a lot to remember. You can do it. I will ask the questions and you can guess either Boomer, Millennial, Gen Z, or Gen X. Got it? Got it. All right. First question. Which generation had the highest household income in 2022? I know for sure it is not millennials or Gen Z. So I'm going to have to go with boomers on this one. That is incorrect. According to the report, it was actually Gen X with an income of $114,300. Man, I should have went with my gut on that one. All right, next question. All right, which generation is expected to live in their homes the longest. So living in their homes the longest. 
living in their homes longest? Well, we talked a lot about boomers aging in place. So I am going with baby boomers. That's correct. They expect to live in their homes for 20 years. So ready for the final question, Dominique? I am. All right. So which generation purchased the most multi-generational houses last year? I believe the answer is, I'll go with baby boomers again. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. 18% of boomers purchased a multi-generational home versus 17% of Gen Xers. And we should mention that a multi-generational home is one where there are more than one generation uh, living under the same roof. Thank you for joining us. I will leave you with a smart stat. 10,000. That is the daily number of baby boomers who are expected to reach retirement age by 2030, according to the Census Bureau. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Rooflines, real talk about real estate in Virginia. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to Rooflines on your favorite podcast platform. If you have ideas for future podcast topics, please share those with us by emailing rooflines at virginiarealtors.org.